Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. All right. What, hold on. Let's get it started. I'm sorry. We've been talking already, but it's literally... Y'all start. I'm going to get some weed. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I ain't going to do this now. I'm going to get some weed. Damn it. Go ahead. All right. We're going to talk about it. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Stephanie Santiago. I'm Kayla Nicole. I'm Earl Stevens, E40, the best that ever did it and got away with it. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Earl and Todd are here with us. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me get laid. I got my Earl Stevens mango scotter. And we were, uh, E40, we were just talking about your tequila, too. Your E40. E40 tequila right here, the best that ever did it. Straight <laughs> from Jalisco, Mexico. I'm yeah. trying to try that. Because mm-hmm, we are tequila drinkers in this room, okay? Come on. So I drink it smooth and then I chase it, you know, just with some Pellegrino, you know. It's smooth. It don't need no chase or nothing. It's just, I just prefer some bubbly every once in a while. They go too short right there. Too cheesy. Yee! I I didn't do it. Wasn't me. First of all, I I love the fact that y'all, like, just to be as tight as you guys are for how long that y'all been tight and then to see you guys on verses together and then to put out the album together. I mean, that is just historic. It's amazing. Y'all had the most expensive verses in history. It was not a game. <laughs> Fire. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, well, you do know the, um, the guy who Swiss got to partner up with him, Apple Music, is a Bay Area dude, right? I did hear uh, that so. because, and one of my friends who was one of the sponsors of it, who works with um, Ciroc and DeLeon, also is from the Bay Area, my girl Ingrid. So she was super hype about it. I smell, I smell favoritism all over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, Larry, Larry Jackson took that thing in like it was his baby. He was like, man, this is my soy. I'm going to make you. This got, this got to jump off, man. This Boy, is you've been knowing Larry since he was a little boy. Huh? He's like 14. It came me ill. <laughs> With a deep-ass voice. Sounding, sounding like Theo. Sounding like Theo from, uh, from KMEO back in the days. Remember Theo? And then Theo moved to L.A. And did, uh, was it, what was it, before the real? What was the other one? 90, the beat? was the Theo was like Filipino, but everybody thought he was black. Yeah, because he had that deep oh, voice. The voice, like, yes, like the quiet storm voice. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he had, yeah. 
There was Larry. This is Larry Jackson. He had a deep ass voice. You feel me? <laughs> Now, mm -hmm. let me just say a couple of things. First of all, E-40, now Too Short's been on here before, and we had a great time with him. But I would say, I did not believe you would ever do lip service. We were talking about it before you got on. I was like, man, E-40 ain't doing this. You know, he cool, but he ain't going to be on no damn lip service. <laughs> what I do? What, I, what, what happened? But you know, I rock with you, Angela. You know, you know, it's all, it's all love, you know? So, but I know y'all get a little raunchy. Y'all know, hey, y'all, hey. Be be cool with me though. Respectfully, you know, you know what I'm saying. We like, so. it, we like to call it respectfully raunchy. Hey. <laughs> we'll be on our best behavior. Bro, you got no problem being managed, man. Get out of here, man. Hey. Now, now, too short. On the other hand, we have no control over what that man does. Oh, I ain't no limit with him. He's, he's very managed. I want to be a regular. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I do want to ask you guys, like, as far as checks and balances, because I know y'all in these group texts together, these messages together, like, what are those conversations like that we don't get to be privy to behind the scenes? Like, because y'all, when it comes to relationships, I look at you guys as, like, opposites, you know, just because E-40, you've been locked in for a long time and too short? I don't know. <laughs> I was hanging out with your granddaddy back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm uh, not that old. So you saying our our group conversations? Me and me and Too Short are just the group that we in Mount Westmore. Yeah, like, but yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, like on your text messages. You know how we all have our little friend text group messages oh, yeah, yeah. where we have all kinds of conversations about things and about life and relationships and situationships and all of that. We talk a lot of logic, a lot of survival tactics, a lot of chess moves. You know, as far as life. Uh, it's like a, it's like a handbook, like a guidebook to to life. I've been calling Earl since the '90s, and it's like, bro, what you got going on? Like, what's you know? And and literally, it gets it's get detailed as far as like publicist and PR and fucking um, you know, uh, how to break records and shit. And then it get down to like manhood. What's a bitch ass nigga versus a stand up nigga? And it get down to family shit, like. Earl got a 32-year-old son. I got a two-year-old daughter. I get a lot of a lot of fatherly advice from Earl, you know? All kind of shit. A two-year-old daughter. And that we, don't, we don't text them. We text, but we texting over songs and, you know, call me. I'm finna be, all right, I'll be free in the 15th. Like, we pick, we pick up the phone. You know, old schoolers pick up the phone and shit right quick. You know what I'm saying? Just uh, And just go at it. But, you know, like I say, um, me and Ty, we've been cool. We've been cooler than the other side of the pillow for many moons, man. You know, dude was before me, you know, this big bruh. And uh, I, I pattern, you know, my game after him. Like when I was a young teenager, my cousin them used to come down from Oakland to Magazine Street. So they come pull up talking about, man, 40, you ain't up with my partner, Todd. They didn't even call me 40 back then because I was only 14, 15 years old. So they called me Earl. Earl, you ain't cousin Earl. You ain't up on my partner, Todd, too short. I said, well, let, me, let me hear it. Let me hear it. And so as I grew into my mannishness, because he was very mannish and, you know, hard-headed, cussing, like saying some slick, some you know, talking about a whole bunch of fucking and all that kind of shit and everything. He's talking about all that shit. But as I became mannish, more mannisher, I'm, I'm soaking it up. And it didn't take me about two, three weeks to just really soak it all in. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, he's talking about the street life, you know, the East Oakland life. You know what I'm saying? Just it, it, it catered throughout the whole Bay Area. And I was like, you know what? I'm a hustler. So this is what I do. I'm going to speak on the hustling side of the game. I'm going to talk about, you know what I'm saying, how to get in and get out. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk about how to flip this, how to do this. You know, uh, make sure, you know what I'm saying, never let nobody sit in the back seat when you, you understand me, doing your duties. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, um, you know that kind of shit. Right? Y'all from the Bay? Anybody? Nope. No, I'm from California though. But if you notice, when it go, comes to the Bay, it's always this reoccurring thing. Vallejo niggas, Oakland niggas, Vallejo niggas, Oakland niggas. Vallejo is a small town. Oakland is a small town. But the Bay Area has 50 other fucking cities. And I have no idea why is it Mac Dre's from Vallejo, E-40's from Vallejo, fucking old school confunctions from fucking Vallejo. Sly the Family Stone. Sly Stone is from fucking Vallejo. <laughs> fucking little young homies, RBE, them niggas is from Vallejo. Silly Sale. It's a whole bunch yeah. of fucking Bay. Baby, baby Bash. You know what I'm saying? CC Sabathia. You know I ain't trying to really diss. I ain't really dissing like like Frisco because I love Phil Mo, HP. I love them niggas. I, I ain't really trying to diss none of the cities in the Bay, San Jose, Richmond, none of them shits. But for some reason, Oakland, MC Hammer, right? Uh, Rafael Sadiq, fucking it just goes on and on, fucking forever. I get his name and shit forever, and it's like I don't know. It's so deep. And then when you break it down to like just general friendships in the Bay, the different cities tend to click together. It ain't really like gang banging, but certain cities that get along, like East Palo Alto niggas always got along with Frisco niggas. I don't know, Filmo niggas. I don't know what the fuck the connect is, but Oakland niggas and Vallejo niggas have always been on the same fucking page, like really like like unified, so to speak. And it's um and it's uh it's the it's the foundation of our friendship is right. the fact that before rap music, friends of his and family members of his Friends of mine and family members of mine were all friends before we was E40 and Too Short. So that's the foundation of this shit. Something that got to do with the Oakland and Vallejo. Uh, a lot of lot of dope dealing back in the day. A whole lot of shit. A lot of shit. That's interesting because I don't know about the different areas in the Bay. Like I always just, you know, I always hear Oakland, Oakland, the Bay. I don't know how to like break it down like that. And, you know, I've been there a few times, but I can't tell like what neighborhood I'm in or who's. Like, I don't even it's like know. It's like Brooklyn niggas rock with Newark niggas. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who rocks with who in New York, but certain <laughs> city areas from far apart click up mm-hmm. to be more powerful. Like if, you, if, you, if you was to come to my neighborhood, the hillside, you're going to see a, it's going to be a whole bunch of hills, and it's going to look like like the South. You're going to see niggas on horses. <laughs> I, I, I Right down the street on everything I love. Smoking a blunt. You feel me? In real life, you're going to see some goats in the backyard, some chickens raised, some shit like that. That's why we call ourselves Beverly Hill. We hillbillies. We hey, y'all niggas right around the corner from uh, Napa Valley. We right around the corner from Napa. That's, you know, you step out of, you go down Sonoma Boulevard all the way, you know, it's a straight through shop. Man, you, you straight up in Napa, my brother. In Vallejo, Vallejo and Napa is the same county, right? It's the 707. Say it backwards. Same county, though, right? Same county. Same. Solano County. Yep, Solano County. You can say Solano County. Yep, yep. Goats and chickens, they doing sacrifices out there. There's voodoo out there. <laughs> and we're there. <laughs> there's there's there. There ain't no voodoo out there. We don't do No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was a joke. Was a joke. <laughs> Listen, I ain't gonna lie because uh, they do be having some chickens in Brooklyn, but, you know. Nah, That's nah, what nah, I'm saying. Nah, this is... Nah, nah, nah. A lot chicken. of people got chickens in Oakland. <laughs> no, no, my, my daddy, my daddy from Mississippi. He don't, he don't know nothing about no damn voodoo, and he got chickens. Right. You know, he he great. He got guards, chickens. The whole thing. Like my daddy tell because he was raised on a farm. My daddy told him he used to eat twelve eggs a day because he can do that. Wow, whole, but it was probably he, delicious. It, it was yeah, it was it was unlimited chickens. Uh-huh. You know, eggs. You know what I'm saying? 
So that's, that's being raised here. Mississippi boy came to Belay when he was 14 and a half, 15, and macked down my mama. He got that's him a lot mama. Of eggs. He had balling ass E40. You feel what I'm saying? So, but like I say, nah, it's, uh, it's just where I'm at the hillside. It's really like, it's really country. Like, it's country motherfuckers, but we gamed up. We ain't no suckers. And yes, then we hustlers. And that's the era I, was, I grew up on Magazine Street, you know, and um, that, that go all the way from Glen Cove. It's a long ass street from Glen Cove all the way to South Belair, to Suicide. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know what I wanted to ask you? Because since you guys uh, started off talking about children, first of all, too sure you have a two-year-old. How does that feel? Man. So, you know, I'm going to tell you the long version. We might have had a conversation about this somewhere along these years. Mm -hmm. But I spent a lot of my life specifically tuned in doing the things that don't make babies. Like, Mm -hmm. During intercourse, like if it was not protected, I would definitely pull out way early, not even like late early, like way early and just not even like risk the, risk the uh, possibilities. And, you know, a lot, a lot of safe, safe behavior in there. And then um, uh, relationship wise, I would get up on the threshold of a relationship and fucking just boat left, right. Just like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do the, the love. And the next thing comes is you get so connected it's like oh baby i love you i love you and then the fucking you know kids you like that you locked in so i was always running from being locked in like that commitment issues had commitment issues on purpose though not i don't really think it's because it's a commitment issue it's because i don't want to do it is that a difference he, he tried a couple times trust me right he tried, <laughs> he tried he tried to be dedicated a couple a couple years a couple times but trust me my I'm on the other side of the fence. Earl married his high school sweetheart. I fucking I'm on what I'm on the other side of the fence. You went crazy. Yeah. I think it's so interesting the dynamic of how polar opposites that you two are when it comes to relationships. We're the eye couple. In so many ways. Remember that remember that remember that little television show? Yes. (laughs) When I got to fifty years old, you know, I was like in my forties, all the way through my entire forties, I was running around acting like some little nigga at every little nigga party. Like, you know, just like that's funny because I met you at Chris Brown's house one time <laughs> <laughs> a couple years ago. That's a fact. Um, wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> nah, it was it was years ago. It was a, it was a, it was a minute ago. It was a long time ago. I just started letting my guard down on purpose, though. I really just, you know, it wasn't about randomly come running up on chicks going, I'm finna make a baby. It was about coming in contact with the right person and developing a relationship with somebody I really believe that at this point I could do this with this person and I, I don't have any regrets. I really like it. Like it, oh, I, I didn't, hope. I'm happy for you. Uh, you listen, last time you came on lip service, you did talk about a situation where you thought you might have a baby and we had a whole, oh, that wasn't my baby. <laughs> <laughs> that last one wasn't mine. That was totally not mine. She was sending me pic- belly pictures. That was not my kid. Damn. And said, uh, my bad. No, my bad. Uh, uh, my bad. It was just like she was like, the situation that happened. You told us about uh, about what an abortion situation that you told us about. Well, I went through a few of those as a young guy, yeah. Up until the age of 27, I was real reckless. I went through a couple of relationships where. You know, there was a miscarriage, there was a, an abortion, and 
all the way to the end, like the very last abortion, like probably out of three, really fucked me up in the head. And it's, it was the reason why I no longer had sex the way I was having it. I just kind of like changed my whole stilo. That's right when I moved to Atlanta. And it was like, man, we just, I'm just not, for one, I'm getting a little older and I'm not as irresponsible as I was in my young 20s. And then for two, that experience of really like seeing abortion up close, I was in the room. I was with my chick when we made the decision, when it happened, and then how it affected her after. And just seeing that and with a more mature mind, just kind of like, I didn't want to be in that position. I didn't want to put anybody in that position. I'm like, I'm not going there. And I, my entire time living in Atlanta, Georgia, super sexually active. Nobody ever called me and said, I'm pregnant by you mm-hmm. or came to me and said that. I never got that. I was totally on my game. And even when I moved back to Cali, I lived in Vegas. I mean, I've been, in, I've been out there, but I was just not, I was not trying to make babies. And, and this, I think, um, I think the game, y'all might not believe in the game like I do, but the game brought, gave me this daughter, brought this little That's girl right. in my life. It's like, is that why you had a daughter? The game did that, man. You know I know. That's <laughs> sure. You're an old player. The game's not going to give you a little boy and make him a young player. The game is like, nope, give me yeah. a daughter. Daughters, brother. And that's your first baby? Really into the world of guys with daughters, even watching my only sister run my daddy, who, who I never seen nobody run my daddy. And now I'm like, all these daughters, I'm hearing these stories, fat jokes. I'm like, his daughter's his boss. I'm like... What the yeah. fuck am I getting into? Uh-huh. I turned out all right, but when I was younger, I was, you know, you're going to have some work cut out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you scared? Are you nervous to raise a baby girl? Uh, no, 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 no. I just think it's all the balance of the game. Like, you want to be too short, this is what you get. You know what I'm saying? You want to run from her, give you this. She's a feisty little girl, too. Like, I, I already see it coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to embrace it. Yes. And I'm actually going to I'm going to give her all that love I ran away with. Mm. I'm gonna give it all to her, all that spoiling I didn't do of X X X X girlfriends. I'm gonna do it all. I'm gonna give it all to her. That's dope. Too soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's women's re- rem- women's too short is too soft. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though. Yeah, it's good. You're supposed to be soft when it comes to your daughter. Now for you, E forty, you married your high school sweetheart. You think that kept you out of a lot of trouble in this business? Yeah, because we, you know, we was living off of love. Like, you know, I had my ups and downs. I wasn't always well, wealthy, rich. I wasn't always like that. We, I was hood rich. I was, but at the same time, I had my ups and downs in that too. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when I, um, you know, at the beginning, it was like, of course, you know, I'm just a young, a young man. And I see this beautiful girl and I, cause I, I was in band. I played drums and band. I always been involved in music. So from the fourth grade all the way to the twelfth grade, I played drums because that was the only thing back in. You got real. You got to realize I might not look like it, or I might, but I graduated in nineteen eighty five. I was seventeen. You know what I'm saying? So I see this. I see this young lady. She in band as well, and she, um, you know, she playing the clarinet, and we having band reviews. So my cousin B legit went to the same school she went to in high school. So one day I was like, I like always liked her since junior high because she used to be with uh, one of her, one of uh, good friends of ours that went to church. And my granddaddy was a preacher. So when we was kids, it was one of her, one of um one of our friends that was her friend. 
And I'm like, oh, she always with Tiffany. That's our folks, you know. And, uh, and I, I'm like, okay. But I say, uh, this girl right here, she's a beautiful lady, and uh, I'm I'm gonna have at her. You know what I'm saying? And so I I told be legit. I say, man, uh, tell homegirl I like her blood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So cute, by the way. Okay, so cute. <laughs> Thank you. So you know we we you know and you right to answer your question seriously. Because I'm not going to try to act like I'm super hardcore, this killer nigga, but I was a street. I'm a street nigga, and, and my, 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 my heart and my spirit is on Magazine Street in the hillside in Vallejo. I might stay in the suburbs now, but, you know, you can't take the ghetto out the nigga. You know what I'm saying? You might take a nigga out the ghetto, but not the ghetto out the nigga. And I'm a nigga. You know what I'm about? So just to say this, nah, man, she definitely kept me out of trouble because I, was, I had a good girl. And I was, I ain't no dummy. Like, I can draw pretty good. So I'm, I always say, you look like somebody drew you. You know what I'm saying? That's how I say, you so beautiful. You look like somebody drew you. That's my partner, Pizzo, used to always tell me, my old school DJ Pizzo uh, short. He used to always say, man, that baby, he'll say that about any girl. Hey, he told me one day, Earl, we was playing dominoes. We was doing a show. And I was about to, um, I was getting tired of the domino game. I was about to go chase some bras and go after partying or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, man, I wouldn't fuck with these bitches out here, man. I, he said, I might say what's up to a bitch. You might not even be saying bitch, but whatever it was. He was like, nigga, I ain't fucking. I remember I left out the room. I said, this nigga, Earl's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool because I like, okay, check this out. Now, I had, I had, now, I had this, had this beautiful lady, my queen, had been playing around on me or something like that. I've been, you understand me, moving around and different and shit like that and causing me problems in my life and shit like that. She would have been 86. You know what I'm saying? I'd be just like too short, a fucking dog ass hoe. Because I'm a Scorpio and I, lo- and I love crevice. I'm going to keep it one thou while with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio too. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, yeah. So don't think I don't lie. I love it. I just got my. This is a wonderful woman that I don't want to ever leave. You know what I mean? She feels mutual about the situation. And if it wasn't for her, I would probably won't be where I'm at. I'm going to keep it one thou while because she kept me grounded. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the house writing raps. My brother and them, they always say it. They say, man, we all, you know, we was hard-headed, you know what I'm saying? We we sitting around chasing, chasing that crevice, and we should have been, you understand me? We should have been in there writing raps and concentrating on our business like you. That's why you bypassed us, and that's why you the nigga. You know, they always tell me that. Even dudes you know like me, man, we uh, we realize after the fact that we let we let the good ones get away, man. Come, you know, come it's so interesting because I feel like now – it's like cool and hip hop to be in a relationship, but there was a period of time when it wasn't cool. Like they'll be like, if you're an artist, you gotta act like you're single, cause then you. That's know- cool now, cause your your chicken, you could be on love and hip hop and get a bag together, or you could be like, <laughs> you know, once you make her your chick, and her numbers run up just like your numbers run up. So it's 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 lightweight. It's lightweight pimping shit going on. That's a hustle, yeah. It's a hustle. Lightweight pimping. It's a hustle. So, so now, you know, I figure, I figure, you know, oh, so hope people, is pimping. The girl in it. When they find out that that I'm married, like people be like, like if me and wife, if I post a picture with me and wifey, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, damn, I didn't know he was married. You know what I'm saying? Because the way I rap, I rap, I rap raunchy. I rap just nasty as this nigga. Like if this nigga short, I rap, I rap, I say some nasty shit. I say hard headed shit, you know. But you gotta always remember that I am a storyteller. I am a, I am a, uh, you know, I'm an artist, and that's what we do. We we deliver. We are. I'm the curb commentator. I'm the, you know, Sammy. I'm the, um, I'm. The, this is the block brochure right here. This is the hand, hustler's handbook. This is me. This is I, 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 I scream it like I mean it. I'm just, t- I'm talking for other people. 
You understand me? I'm painting that picture. Are you, but are you as nasty as you are in your raps in real life with your wife? I told you I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like enough said. That's all you got to say. Scorpio, man. man I love cribs. I, I, I was talking to you on the phone when that nigga said, you niggas out looking for that pussy nigga. He said, y'all out looking for pussy nigga. I just go up the hallway. That's it. <laughs> you know, I said you, you niggas be on the prowl. Y'all, y'all niggas be on the prowl every night, nigga. I can just go Stupid. right down the hallway uh, and walk up the steps, nigga, and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that, and, and I ain't got to worry about no other shit. I ain't got to worry about no motherfucking venereal diseases. I ain't got to worry about no motherfucking. I ain't got to worry about a bitch trying to get me for my for my for my Rolex. I'm my, you know, what I'm saying my AP. Uh, none of that. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's benefits to this shit, man. You know? <laughs> now, Tusha, were you ever a bad influence? Like, come on, man. Uh, I'm the guy. I'm not, I'm not going to say Earl. Earl can't be influenced. He's always been a boss. But I'm the guy who, at first, you tell your chick, I'm gonna bust, I'm about to bust some moves with short. They doing things. I'm busting moves. Been busting moves. All right, go out have fun with short. Then I end up being the guy when you say to your chick, I'm about to bust moves with short, she get hella mad at you. What? When you come back from busting moves with short, it's all fucked up. Like the wise okay. roll eyes at me and shit. I'm the guy who gets you that out of the house at first and you just you get shit like, too short ain't gonna fucking, uh, too short ain't gonna have no motherfucking home for you to come home to. <laughs> So was right. that the issue? E40 was your I, I'm like, oh, you really want you hanging out with him like that? Cause you know. Oh no, she never. She because ne- she trusts me. She you know. I, I ain't gonna. Like you don't even do nothing. You just be in the wrong place. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and, well, I know. We don't. We don't go we meet up somewhere and then go hit restaurants and clubs. We don't move yeah. like that. We move like our crews like move together when it's like a money play. Which is a lot of times we do so many fucking shows. Like if we in Vegas, if we we be in Detroit, we in Vegas, we, wherever we at, we all move together. We all one. It's Oakland, it's Vallejo. We we, we you know what I'm saying? That's how we roll. We've been doing this shit a lot though. Go back and see how many shows Too Short and E40 was on the same. Oh, uh, you can't even count that. Uh, it's yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like Too Short. I say, nigga, you need to headline this, nigga, because <laughs> we be we we be going back like some shows I headline. Yeah, so here headline. Me and him don't give a fuck about headlining. This is what the little <laughs> niggas need to learn as they go along. So I partner up with a dude like E40. This dude's my local competition. Not just local, just we on the same label, but we confide in each other like advice, criticisms, everything. But in the long run, when we when you look back at it and as we speak, when money comes into play. I could I could be somewhere getting ready to get about twenty racks. I say, you want to give me Annie forty? Now the shit just went up to another ten in my pocket because it's both of us, and the whole shit gets bigger. So right. we go get a bigger bag when we're together. And and on top of that, so many motherfuckers call my line that say I want to do something with you. Can I can I can I get E forty two? Bam, vice versa. And I, we I'm just money together for many years, many years. This nigga forty be throwing a nigga like twenty five thousand dollar passes, like nigga. Thanks. Just recently, just recently. Now that's a friendship, okay? Uh-huh. We get money together. What's up, Ange? Can you throw me the twenty five thousand dollar bag? Ange, you throwing me some passes? Got it fucked up. It's like a bag that come your way that you really don't want, so you shoot it down to your post. It might be timing. You might be double booked. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. You might just not want to do it. Be like, my nigga might want to do it. I'm like, shit, yeah, I want to do it. Right, all my friends is useful. That's what I'm talking about. So the Mount, <laughs> the Mount Westmore album, let's talk about that and how that even uh, came about and how that's happening. Tell us a little bit of inside scoop. Where do you start that shit? Yeah, so here it is. So I was talking to my manager. So my manager, he was 15 and a half. When I stayed in the Rancho Solano, uh, in, out there in Fairfield, I had a house in the suburbs, golf course, uh, you know, gated community, all that shit in like 92, 93, right? And so he, his dad stayed in that neighborhood. So I would see him slide past in a Lexus. I had, a, I had a, 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 like a turquoise Lexus 300. At, them, at that time, it was brand spanking new, brand new, fresh off, the, you know, the whole world. That was the shit back then, you know what I'm saying? And so he had one, but he had a Lexus 300. I had a Lexus 400. And so I see, I say, who this little nigga passing for kick passing by my house, right? You know what I'm saying? He like Mexican and white mix, right? And so I'm like, who this little nigga? But see, I've seen him before because he used to be with my folks, Mike Mike Mosley. And you understand me? He used to work at the Funky Chicken, which is a local uh, look, uh, record store. And he knew all my partners. He knew Almost High, my nigga RIP Almost High. So anyway, make a long story short, fast forward. And this dude would always show up at places, you know, a big fan. Him and a couple more of my folks, they'll pop up. And, and this observe the game. So RJ was real short. You might not notice RJ, you can't get him to stop talking now. But that nigga used to be quiet as hell. He was like a fly on the wall and just peeping, peeping the game. So he learned the game. So later on in life, you know what I'm saying? My, my old manager, which is a big bro, I still love him, Chaz Hayes, he had other things he was getting into. So RJ just became like a role manager. Then he became my full-fledged manager. He started learning this shit. So as of recently, he had came up, we were just chopping it up early in the morning, and he was like, man, you might as well, you know what you might as well do? You might as well, you, Snoop, Cube, and Short, y'all, y'all probably need to just put a group together. I say, nigga, a light bulb popped in my head. I'm like, nigga, that's it right there, nigga. Hell yeah. So then I call, I say, let me, uh, I say, all right, I say, I say, R. Jizzle, I'm finna call, I'm gonna call Cube first. Because, you know, Cube, you know, he the stubborn one, you know, out of all of us, right? So I say, let me call Cube. Right, so I called Cube. Cube was like, "Hell yeah!" You know, Cube crazy. He just, "Hell yeah!" He just, uh, then we was thinking of his name. I'm like, "What name?" And then he, he, I, he just, uh, Mount Westmore. He just came up again like on the top. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just hey, yelled out, "Mount Westmore." Ask Cube to smile. You're good. You can, we get him to smile. That's our folks. And so then, move, but he still won't smile. Yep. About it now, I can't recall him smiling. He'd be dead ass serious. We'd be talking. Then he'd be dead ass serious. Let me Google. <laughs> Google Ice Cube smiling and see if anything. They don't see too many smiles. You can see him smiling now because he's a big actor, and you know there's probably pictures of it, you know, in the press. Let me see. Yeah, but I, I can see him court. being real serious in business. Yeah, he oh, he'd be serious about the business. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be serious okay, about the business though. So. Oh, my God, it's so funny because it's on Pinterest. Look at this. It's a smiling ice cube. Oh, yeah. It's from a movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sure it's from, from a movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It. Yeah. That family Christmas movie or whatever. You the know, red, red carpet and shit. <laughs> yeah. And so then, so I call, I, I, I call short. And then I think you do me and you call Snoop. I just, uh, we call him on three way. Call me on the, uh, y'all both was on the phone. Okay, me and Q call short. Yeah. And he he was with it. Me and Q called short on three way, and then I believe we put Snoop on the phone, and then we and there was, it was it was born. How and Forty started a, a group text, and 
Snoop said he'd been saving the transcript. My my phone crashed halfway through the group text. I had to start all over. Yeah, that shit. That shit reads like a motherfucking movie. The group text is is it goes through a lot of phases, but um, because we on there talking and we on there sending like when Snoop talk. I don't know if y'all know how Snoop get down. He sent a video of him talking to you. Instead of texting. He'd be like, "Nigga, yeah, he'll say, uh, uh, no, he'll make a he'll videotape of himself and he'll say, right, a video message, yeah, 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 he'll say, man, he uh, text him, he video back, he video back." <laughs> And then, then, and I do it too. I chime in. I might be in my bed. You can see, just see the headband, my the head, the board, and I'm in that motherfucker, no glasses on, just like, yeah, nigga, that's just slap. You know, we just be showing sure. real middle of the night ideas and shit, man. You know what I'm thinking, wow. man? Run that shit. He'll be in there to take care of his daughter, have her in his hand. You know, we we just showing all that shit, and we just chopping you know, it up. You know? Yeah, that's a good idea because for a documentary, if y'all just sending videos back and forth, and then when you do the documentary, you able to have some of that. Yeah, you guys got clips. That's that's oh, hard. Yeah. I'm I like the um once we got the shit going down, once it was like solid and everything was going down, and we started actually recording music, which was happening really really fucking fast because everybody only got to do one verse. The shit, I mean, it was making a song every day. <laughs> more than a song a day and then um it didn't ever really it was never really like oh let's be a group let's put out an album let's make a motherfucking uh put together a tour it was never that from day one it was like let's join forces and start like a bunch of businesses how many businesses could you start if all four of us was an entity that don't got nothing to do with the other thing you got going on what could we do and that's when it shit started and the shit like we ain't even put a record out yet, and then it's so much in the kitty already. I'm like, like it's it's amazing. I I, I really don't want to. I, I really don't want to do this for me. I don't know what everybody else's motivation is. I just want to do this for another fucking hip hop story of another chapter. Do this shit your way without a fucking label or a fucking puppet owning you or nothing. And just and just one of these fucking hip hop stories that is just you could. Take the model and somebody else could use the same model and be the mm-hmm. same successful. That part. And but, so, you know, we, we do got plans for this shit. We do. When, when outside open up, just imagine the arenas. You understand me? That, you know, we, we are packed the motherfuckers. Just us four, period. Just us four, for sure. You know, uh, whether whoever opened me, if I'm open, I don't, I don't mind. I'm topping it. I opened up and I had that motherfucker popping. Right, I got slapped. I got slapped. This old nigga got slapped. You feel me? Like yeah. I, I, I'm going. You know, instead of coming, okay, look, we do a bunch of shows together. <laughs> oh, and them dance moves, man. Yes. But we might put put together a show. We just do a show. It's just one long ass show. You come out and see us. And the fucking show just be a three-hour show nonstop. No, but look, it could be great for festivals, like especially because it, when it's festival season and things are open back up. Yes, festival, and that's the big money too. The festival dates, Coachella, Rolling Loud. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna hear all that? I'm tired. I'm tired of clubs. I work. I paid my dues for years. I'm tired of holding the wall clubs. I ain't trying to act big-headed. It's just. It's. It's just. It's just uh, I I work my way up to the top. I you know I, I don't know when the last time I, did a, I don't know when the last time I did a club. I'm talking about I ain't, I don't recall. I'm just cool. I'm just cool on that shit. It's nerve wracking. 
It's just I'm cool. I need to be in a ring. I need a green room. Nigga. I need my own I need a green room. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I need the whole woo-woo up. I'm, I'm done with all that shit, man. No, I'm, but you deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. And Since after you turn this pandemic, I do not miss a club. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't either. Have you gone they're out? They're nerve-wracking. They're, they're open. Some of them are open. Have you gone out, Edge, to the club? No, I have not been to a club at all. I don't mind it's a lounge or a restaurant, but I don't really care about going to a club. Let me tell you what did. Let me tell you about a club. Let me tell you what clubs did to me. It became from used to be so fun in the VIP, kicking it with your folks to my nigga folk, folks, me, my nigga, to hella other niggas just trying to get in the VIP, crowd your shit up. Yeah. Now you like this. Now you like this. And if you say my nigga is full mm-hmm. in here, then you got a problem with a nigga outside. I- I've you been know, saying right? that for a long time. The VIP be more crowded than the regular, yeah. the regular parts. Yeah. Yeah. I've been saying that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't nobody, yeah. don't nobody dance no more anyway. Everybody just it's all for the ground, and all they do is the elbow dance, and you know, and all that. That's it. That's it. No more. That's it. The game was all good until we had uh, taking pictures to the phones. The phones fucked it up. When, when, too, uh, I that. And let me tell you something. So when I've been going to like, a, I go to a lot of comedy shows. As a matter of fact, when you guys were doing the verses, I was in Austin at Dave Chappelle's comedy show. And we were actually watching it backstage, like in between the comedians, because it went on and on and on. And um, so we was backstage every time we could like get a chance, like being like, okay, what's happening now? What's happening now? Watching the um, verses battle. But you can't really have your phones out at comedy shows. You know how they make you like zip yeah, it up? They make it stuff mm-hmm. like that. As yeah, as right. you know, like, I, you'd be like, damn, what am I doing now? I guess I got to like pay attention. I guess I got to have a good time with the people I'm with and not be using my phone. Be and- present. No, good- that's like my favorite part about going to a comedy show. They make you put your phone away. Yeah. So you're not looking yeah. at it through the phone. Everybody wants to look at concerts through their camera lens now. I think it's so weird. Yeah. And then- I love hanging out. I love hanging out. I just I reminisced on the days when dudes were not allowed to take selfies. They weren't allowed. It was just <laughs> my only thing. And then dudes was all the way off limits forever walking up to another dude and saying, Hey man, let's take a picture together. Oh my hey, god! Hey, Even if you was like, you could, if you was bold enough to say, take a picture with me, somebody else better take it. Now niggas is like, stand by me while I hold my phone. Yeah, these are against the rules, nigga. But you know what? No they, they don't even ask you. They don't the with the phone. It's won't even ask right. you, and then just start filming you. Like, yo, yo, say what's up. Oh, I hate this shit. I hate this Horrible. shit. Horrible. Horrible. I hate when just start. I hate when motherfuckers just around, and you, you know. It's been it's been times I've been around pe- people been around me and they just flip their phone out and just start going live. I'm like, what? what? Like, I ain't got nothing to hide, my nigga. But you know what I mean? I might have I might have to blow my nose or some motherfucker might think that they get me blowing my nose. You understand me saying, thinking I'm on on blow or something? Like I, you know, I fuck with. What's worse? Is the motherfucker just go live? Which one is worse, Earl? If they just go live on you, or if you look over it. And it's that little one person that you don't even know. They got the sneaky filming you, sneaky. Oh yeah, but hey, both of them worse. That's worse. <laughs> they that's, both. That's worse. I, I think that's the worse. sneaky film, the <laughs> sneaky film is crazy. Doing, they do that shit all the time at the airport and shit. They can't let us hear oh. now. I ain't got no hair, but they can't let your hair down. You can't relax no more. <laughs> you can't be human. You can't, I'm like, I'm like, man, fuck all these motherfuckers, man. I'm gonna be human. I'm gonna be me. It is what it is, nigga. Well, if I gotta scratch my back, if I if my back itching, nigga, I'm gonna get up against the edge of a, a, a door or something. I'm gonna go like right. this, nigga. <laughs> I'm human, nigga. 
You feel me? It is. Everything you do look like a dance move. I like it. You like that? The yeah, back you saw it. Hey, the back scratch. The back scratch. Angelo, Angelo over there on that that motherfucking mango schizzato. That's <laughs> what it is. She saw it. I asked you. I said, "Is it strong?" Yeah, the it's mango schizzato is stronger than your average. Moscato, okay? There you go. Right. There you go. The homegirl <laughs> said she drank it one night and she drunk. It's the secret like sauce. Drunk. It's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like with, um, with, you know, the Kentucky Fried Chicken recipe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the mango scotto is. Ain't nothing like it on this earth. Hello. <laughs> what is the 16 different seasonings? Hey, it, it, mine got different, all, all kind of different properties and components in it, man. You feel me? Man, I gotta kill you, man. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody see that Colonel Sanders lifetime thing that looked crazy? Did you see that? Wait, no. He's like the murderer or whatever. Or there, someone's gonna kill him? I don't know. What? I, I want to see that. I need to he's see like that. the chef. <laughs> Mario Lopez, I'm right? So yes, it was the strangest thing. I don't know what it was about, but it was like the strangest thing I've ever seen. So, about the real Colonel Sanders or the white Colonel Sanders? The white Colonel Sanders. Hold on, let me see. Kentucky Fried Chicken shit. They had a. They had a. Black woman somewhere in the background that made that recipe. Man, you know that family. I like I like KFC. Everybody be hyping Popeyes. I still Man, like KFC I fuck too. With KFC when it's done right, I fuck with KFC. Exactly, a good KFC restaurant is banging. No yes. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> now they got them. They got like the real KFCs. Not you know, it's a bad KFC when it's like half KFC, half Taco Bell. Yeah, that's, that's no good. They got a new. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's what I fuck with. Right. Yeah, that's when right. They, when they dropped the words, I'm like, I didn't even know. Uh, that. That's they abbreviated it. They're not allowed to say it's not really chicken. The apple pies is unmatched. Can't nobody fuck with the apple pies. It's a rumor, Angela. It's still chicken. I don't want KFC. Fuck. They have to it. Damn it. Y'all don't know what y'all eating, okay? I just want to say that. Let me ask you guys. Are you a vegan? You a vegan, huh, Angela? No, I'm not. You eat birds? Yeah, sometimes. You eat chicken. Fish ain't no vegan. You eat turkeys and chicken. I call myself, you know, I'm the goon with the spoon, right? I ain't even post this shit because I don't feel like hearing motherfuckers, man, 40 men, you know, you know, you ain't supposed to be eating no pork, but I call myself living my childhood. I love pork. I'm I'm here. Uh, me too, man. I made some motherfucking pig feet the other day, bro. Oh, I ain't gonna, no. I ain't gonna even lie. Check this out. Check this out. I did it. I did it. And when I, but I ate it and it was hella good. I already had like, like probably about three little, little woo wops, little three little woo wops. Not like, like about, that much, about that much, right? But look, check game. The rest of it, I, I, I threw it out because I'm like, because don't nobody in my house eat pork. You know what I'm saying? Huh? It looked like a foot. Yeah, what do you eat? I had them what? chop it up, like chop it up and you know, pieces like that. Like I had this, to butcher, right? I had to butcher. Yeah, and no, I wasn't like that. I had to butcher, you know, chop it up. So look, look, check game. The thing is, I grew up on that. I grew up on 
motherfucking oxtails and you understand me neck bones. And, uh, you know, said turkey. I ain't never had chillings, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, mm-hmm. I grew up feeling a lot of soil, motherfuckers. Grew. You ain't that soil though, nigga. You uppity soil, nigga. Cause I'm, uh, I'm soil, nigga. I'm you know what, what you I'm saying? talking about, nigga? All the niggas, all the niggas that don't eat chitlins, nigga, they ain't super soil, nigga. Check this out, nigga. I'm super soil. I didn't say I didn't come from a chitlin household, nigga. Okay, okay, I, I, say I, I, that. Okay, yeah, okay, there you go. I come from a mama who grew up eating chitlins, who despised it, and was like, "I'd never let my kids eat this." That's that's that's. that's, that's so, think, okay, they. Well, stink. my mama made me some last year, and I fucked them motherfuckers up. <laughs> my mama was a little girl who had to eat chitlins and didn't like it, and she was like, well, "I never feed my kids this." So, so, you know, so you know the story. So you know the slave masters used to make motherfuckers eat the scraps from the pig. Yes, they mean later That's on right. that shit became that shit became a delicacy. They fucked up. They made that shit a delicacy. Chitlins, every part of, from the rooter to the tooter. You ever heard of that? Yeah. They eat every part of the motherfucking <laughs> uh, uh, pig. Every part. The tails, nigga, ears. Hey. I like the feet, but I like the chop. I'm not in no good. <laughs> pork chops? What about pork chops? I love oh. it. I love me some pork chops. Mm, I make them good too. I make some good. What about pork bacon? Chops. Don't tell me y'all don't fucking. I love bacon. bacon. No, that's I different. Right I now. Hey, spicy bread. I like two pork chops. Uh, I, I would never stop eating pepperoni pizza. Ugh, mm, Listen, delicious. I'm from New York, and I think that's a real New York thing. Like a lot of people in New York don't eat pork. I grew up not eating pork and then I worked for Wu-Tang and Wu-Tang they do not play that pork stuff they don't even have food that has no type of pork products to make the food they used to be yeah, like a lot of East Coast a lot of East Coast you know and a lot of my Muslims and everything and I, I one of my rhymes I say uh nothing against the Muslims but I was raised eating swine you know I said some shit like that you know on one of my rhymes back in the days but I understand and you know pork Ain't good for you because you know ain't got it can't the shit can't sweat it don't got nowhere to, to you know it it doesn't have nothing to weight the waste don't go nowhere it stays in you but why is that shit so fucking good because it's in our genetics we ate it we had to eat it our ancestors ate that shit the slave masters that's all we had to eat and everything in moderation everything in moderation and I would tell you I did a fast and when you do a fast I fasted for two weeks I didn't eat nothing all I had was they gave me these drops that had vitamins in it and then I had coconut water that and regular water that was all I could have for two weeks when I tell you that would change your whole entire taste buds so that certain things just taste like I can't eat that anymore because it really makes you feel like I couldn't drink soda anymore after that like, there was a lot of things. I, I love desserts. It made me stop eating certain things. It made me eat less. A lot of times, our life is centered around food. Like, where are we going to eat? Let's I, go grab a bite to eat. And I agree. it did really, really help me a lot as far as, like, discerning what wasn't so good for me. And some things just tasted like, why did I eat this? It was too strong. And it helps, like, reset your whole entire, like, system. And it gives your body a chance to stop having to break down food. So it lets it get strong again because your body's always working to break down all this food that you have. So it really helped me a lot. But let me so, tell you. So, you know, I, I drink a lot of cold-pressed juices, you know, kale, spinach, broccoli, carrots, uh, you understand me, lemon, apple, all that. And, you know what I'm saying? They got them, you know, they got the ones right now, you know, it's cold-pressed. They got – uh. You can do it, but you, you you can break it down your own self, you know, and all that shit with the uh, bullet and, uh, you know, all of the blenders they got now. But um, also, but at the same time, and you're absolutely right, because I, tr- I have a uh, fast a couple of days and, and I like to eat, man. I'm a meat kind of sewer. It don't have to be pork. I don't, 
really I don't even eat pork. Like I eat bacon probably probably six times out of the year. It's like the smell of bacon. You can be full as a motherfucker. You could just ate a nice good meal, a powerful meal. You smell that damn bacon. Mm-hmm. Later, you're going to want to eat again. Eat mm-hmm. that bacon. Yeah, but the smell of chitlins is not the same. It's not. Oh, no, no. Chitlins is, chitlins ain't, I don't even eat chitlins like I used to. I used to eat at least. You lost me on that. I eat chitlins, I eat chitlins once a year when it's done right. If it's done right. But I ain't been fucking feet. with it. Yeah, I am. Hey, no, listen, I know y'all got. I want to leave you guys with this. When we talk about diet and food, trust me, whatever you put in your body comes back out. And guys taste way better when they be having vegetables and fruit. Pineapple. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no chitlin dick. Okay, I don't want to taste KFC. Hey, there's some females out there. There's some females out there. That nigga there. Well, I, I was at one time. I'm at um, Papa Do's. I was in Papa Do's, and I'm at me and my folks, I'm at the bar. I like to get. I like to sit at the bar so I can see everything. I, I, like, I like to sit right at the bar so I don't have to be have motherfuckers bringing my drinks. I had a bartender make it right there in front of me the whole woo wop. So it was a young lady. She sat right by me. She was from. She was from out there. She. Was, I think I was in Houston. My man, okay. she man, she she ordered. She put her little order in. Next thing you know, it's a plate of frog legs. Right. Check this out. Fr- fried frog legs. And she, my nigga, she was over there fucking them motherfuckers up every bit of it to the bone. She wasn't no, she wasn't no, like, she wasn't no slob ass broad or none of that shit. She was just like a regular broad, just cool. And she was minding her business. She fucked them motherfuckers up because she was raised that way. You know, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with chitlins like that. Like, I, I probably ate chitlins in the last motherfucking 15 years, probably three or four times. Out of 15 you eat, you eat years. frog legs like that? Huh? <laughs> you eat frog legs like that? I never, never ate frog legs in my life. She was fucking it up. Now, I did eat alligator, fried alligator at Papa Do's. Mm-hmm. And it tastes like lobster. And it tastes like lobster. Lo- Papa- huh? I didn't have grilled alligator right off the grill, right off the fucking water. Yeah, I never had that. I had fried fried alligator at Papa Do's. Now, Tusha, you can be with me this. I know E-40 can't agree to this, but you can't admit sometimes women taste different depending on what they eat. You could taste it. I didn't know it was diet, though. I just thought it was bad choices. <laughs> I do believe it is bad choices. You're right. I do, I do bad choices. You are literally what you eat. Literally. You are, I believe that you are what you eat. Even when you sweat, sometimes people sweat and they sweat be funkier because of the stuff that That's they true. eat. You know what I'm saying? So I just think about that. If it's like that coming out. Just I think it's like mango scotto. Mango scotto tastes amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise you. Well, listen, y'all. Yeah, myself, I've always been on a nice, balanced diet of good food, good energy, as well as good company around you, and you know, just just the beautiful things of nature. I'm, I'm into this other thing about the flow of the energy and kind of, you know, not not really thinking about the time and. Oh, time's getting away. I'm getting older. I'm just feeling the same way I felt yesterday, last weekend, before. Just, you know. And Let me tell y'all something about Too Short. We went to was Okinawa, Okinawa, Japan. Where was we at? Okinawa. Yeah, yeah. We was out there, right? So <laughs> this nigga Too Short, right? This, don't let this nigga fool you, man. Hey, we, we look, check this out. We, 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 we stand, we on the um, military base. We stayed on the military base. Spotless. Mm-hmm. Military, they shit, the rooms was spotless, the whole city. everything. The whole city, spotless, everything. That man, 
They was out there doing the exercises and shit. That nigga did some shit with the pole, and then his legs, on, okay, he got the, the pole, <laughs> then his legs was up. You know the shit Nick Cannon be doing? Yeah, you know the shit Nick Cannon be doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of pole? What kind of pole? Uh, a bar. Right. Right. A bar. Right. A bar. Okay. Like a bar. Like a bar. Like an exercise bar. It was, a, it was okay. he was doing it with the military guys. Oh, you know, okay, they okay, were exercising. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker, like short legs. Here's the bar. Short legs is out like the shit Nick, <laughs> Nick Cannon. Yeah, like Nick Cannon be doing. That I say you Yo, the military the exercise. I just jumped up there and did and did like ten of what they was doing. But it, it, oh, you was athletic. You athletic. Okay. Okay. Wake up in the morning and do push ups. Don't let him fool you. You can see it. Look at his arms. Don't let this see. Let me see. I was a little nigga. I was 5'2 when I was 18. I was 5'2 on my 19th birthday. I'm like 5'8 now. I'm like, how much? I'll tell you now. I'm like 5'8. Okay, okay, okay. I, grew, I grew right after my 19th birthday. But I was okay. always a little strong ass nigga, though. You got a strong ass nigga. <laughs> That's funny. But Hey, look, I, I don't know if I told you this before, but if any part of me was like too short, I would not let anybody call me that. Right. Mm. Okay. Like I would have I fought to the death. I would have whooped everybody else and said, yo, too short. That would have been fighting words. Yeah. You applied have to anything offensive. You had to embrace it. Yeah, I, just, I was just a little ass nigga. It was a nigga named Shorty that went to my high school, and the nigga was taller than me. But hey, my name was Short. They called him Shorty, and they just called me Short. They like, they said, we came and come up with a name for you, nigga. You're shorter than sh- Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so do you date women that are taller than you? Huh? Will you date women that are taller than you? Man, I'm, I, I, look, I, I love women. What are you talking about? I'm like... So you don't care? We all the same... That's an issue for some short guy. You've seen it all. We all the same height laying sideways. That's not true. <laughs> Definitely not true. <laughs> And I'm five. Look, I'm five ten. The only reason I'm saying this is I'm five ten. So I, if he, if you smaller than me, we go tell when we lay down. I dated a stripper. I'm gonna be at the end of the bed. I dated a stripper in Las Vegas who was the tallest girl in her club. She was okay. literally like six four on heels by like six foot. Like she was just solid, just hella taller than me. Okay. And so that you can't even it, do a sixty. It was like an awkward moment, but then I figured out all this little shit. Like I, I had this little booster thing. Cause she was like taller. <laughs> I used to get like this little um. It was like a little, it was like a little stool I had in the room. Yeah. And I would get up on that stool, and it would be just the right plant. She was like, "Little nigga, you get down." Yeah, you do what you gotta do. Okay. See? That's different. That's different though, because some people they don't know their boundaries. They don't know that they need to, you know, let's add some equipment into this. Let's make this a little more equal. I, I think that um, <laughs> if, if making love is like a fucking job. Like, I'm like, nigga, this is, I'm pushing. It's exhausting. I'm working up in this motherfucker. I don't know what, it could be a lot of elements that make it work, too. Not just right. Just the size of a woman. A woman could be, like, wanting you to do something special, put me right here, and mm-hmm. hold it right there. You're like, this is, like, fucking, like, yoga or some shit. A workout. We were just talking about that. So and then she's like, I'm so you like trying to hold this shit, you can't hold it. I can't hold it no more. So you know, <laughs> standing up, she just be standing up, and you just stand there and eat her out. The mascara was talking. 
Angela know about me. She don't know about me personally, but uh, I, 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 I know some references. I know some reference tracks. I'm like that a couple uh, reference tracks. A grown ass woman, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, I'll but say no names. I'm not. I would never. You know, I'm not gonna let everybody know who you dogged out. Damn, <laughs> never that. I know so many stories about this guy. I've always been like, I never have to like wash my back at Seven Eleven. I'm always good. <laughs> <laughs> well, they tell me you guys have to go, but we could go on and talk forever. So I hope <laughs> one day we do this in person. Like we will come out there. And do this with the audience. You know what I'm saying? I would love for us to be yes. with you. I know you got your podcast too. I know you guys got a lot of always working, and I appreciate that. And maybe we could do something with some E40 and some, you know what I mean? And just sit down and chat. We'll do it in that. We'll go to Napa. Let's take a trip to Napa. I love know? Napa. Yeah, and uh, then let's do the podcast there. We can do everything there. Or we can just say fuck it and meet us in Atlanta and turn all the way to fuck up. No. I'm not going to Atlanta, buddy. You have a fucking That's over. Okay? All the way away. Quiet. We're <laughs> going to Atlanta for uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. <laughs> Are you really? Oh, Atlanta. Connection? Sure, everywhere. I'm cool. I'm shelter in place. <laughs> <laughs> had to go see Dave Chappelle in Austin. You could go do that. They COVID test and everything. Did you see that text I sent you? Did you see no. the text I sent you? Oh, yes, I saw with you and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you sent me a text. Forty sent me that shit. Three versions. Oh yeah, that's my twin. That's Dave Chappelle. Y'all twins. That's your brother. Okay, we're buying Dave Chappelle. In <laughs> 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 All right, well, we really appreciate you guys so much. I know we could have talked about way more, and we are going to do it again. E forty, thanks for joining us because I know. You know, before they were like, he ain't really gonna do that. But, you know, next time we hey, put it. Just know that I'm a Scorpio. Hello. Hello. Right on, y'all. Miss All right, bye, guys. Thank Happy you New so Year. much. Yee, yee. Coming out. Do we have a date? Uh, it, it's coming. Watch, watch. Don't even worry about it. It's, it's, it's coming in full force. And we got hella songs. Hella songs. We got enough for three albums right now. Hello. We got a high-powered New York lawyer. We got motherfucking uh, PR firms. Fucking uh, we got liquor in place. We got alcohol in place. All that shit. Mount Mount Westmore, baby. Stay tuned. I think uh, t- is Tony Draper our manager. Tony Draper, that's our guy. Oh, he's he's that's one right. of our go-to guys. Tony that's dope. Like, we put together a little team. Legendary. Well, you guys are legendary, and we appreciate it. It's yeah. always a pleasure, and we gotta make sure we keep you know, keeping up with each other and doing this. I can't wait to hear the music, hear the album. So keep me updated. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you some Mango Scotto. Okay. You going to get it to everybody? Are y'all all yes, in LA? Yes, I want it. I want it very bad. Are you in LA? Or where y'all at? You send it to New, New Jersey. Our producer. Okay, y'all, hey, y'all spread the word. I'm going to get it to y'all and you let them know, hey, don't think this is no sucker shit. This, 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 that shit right here. This, that yeah, Mango Scotto. This, that Scorpio thing. It's that Scorpio thing, okay? Okay. Hello. I'm in LA, I'm in LA too, and I got I got my step ladder over here. Oh yeah, shit! You hear short? <laughs> I just pictured him in the bar in the room, flipping up and doing all kind of shit. Now I just. <laughs> it's my turn to sign off now. I love y'all. Take it easy. All right. All right. Bye guys. Bye guys.